Today on the Health with Hashimoto's podcast, we're talking about thyroid antibodies. Do you need them? Well, what are they? What do they mean? Can they go up? Can they go down? What do you do about them? I answer all of those questions because your thyroid antibodies really do mean a lot. They can give you a very early idea of what is going on and that there's changes to be made. Welcome to the Health with Hashimoto's podcast. This is your go-to resource for simple, sustainable strategies to regain your energy and create lasting wellness. That's what I want for you. That's what you want for you. So let's talk about antibodies. First of all, what are they? They are a lab marker that indicates your body has formed an antibody or, you know, a, a memory of your thyroid and it's attacking it. This happens, you know, when you are exposed to a bacteria, your body is like, oh, I am going to remember that for the future so that next time I encounter it, I can counteract it faster. I can, I can fight it and overcome it faster. So your body does that. That's original vaccines. Vaccines are given so that your body is like, oh, I know what that is. I'm going to remember it so I can fight it faster. That's when you have immunity. Well, your thyroid is a very, very important organ in your body and it spits out, you know, thyroid hormones. You don't need to attack it. It's not a bacteria. You don't want it eradicated from your body. If you do, you're going to have problems. Hello, Hashimoto's. So thyroid antibodies are things that we can see in lab results. They're actual blood tests, and they tell us that your body has built a memory so that it can fight this, what it believes to be an invader, an attacker, an enemy, your thyroid. Well, your thyroid is not an invader. It's not an attacker. It's not an enemy it's good. So we don't want thyroid antibodies. So how do we test them? With labs. I told you what they are and how we look for them. Now, what about the results? But wait, there's one more thing before the results. When do we test for thyroid antibodies? And the answer is not soon enough. You can be building thyroid antibodies for 15 years before you get symptoms. For 15 long years, your thyroid has been fighting and persevering and trying to do a good job. Meanwhile, your immune system is fighting, persevering, and trying to do a good job. It's just confused. And so after a while, you know, like a dozen years, your thyroid is finally like, oh my goodness, there's too much damage. And you start to feel symptoms. Your thyroid antibodies have been working. They've been working at destroying your thyroid for a very long time. So when do we need to test thyroid antibodies? Personally, I think we need to be testing during the three P's when Hashimoto's typically presents. The three P's are puberty, pregnancy, and perimenopause. So during puberty, why can't we just, you know, take that lab panel and make sure that the girls, usually it's girls, not boys, that the girls don't have any antibodies. During pregnancy, they test TSH. TSH is your brain telling your thyroid if it has enough energy. It's not an actual test of your thyroid. It's a test of your pituitary gland. We call it a test of your thyroid. So that is common in pregnancy. It's standard of care. We know that babies need 
mom to have a healthy thyroid. And that is one reason why we check it. Why don't we automatically check thyroid antibodies? We should be, in my opinion. And then in perimenopause, your body is starting to change. You're trying to figure out all of this stuff. What's what's supposed to be? What's abnormal? What is my new normal going to be? That's one time when we should also be doing thyroid antibodies. Now, I am not an endocrinologist. I don't ever want to be an endocrinologist. And most likely for this to be implemented, a whole bunch of the endocrinologists, I'm assuming they have like a convention or something, you know, where the top gurus get together and figure out their recommendations. They would all have to get together and say, oh, hey, let's do this. Let's implement this. Now, I don't believe that any of them are listening to this podcast. If they are, hi, I would love to chat with you. (laughs) Um, But that would be best practice, in my opinion, as a nurse who is educating people of what to do to feel better. That's what nurses do, is we empower you to take action. We educate you on what's going on. We help you to figure out how to take the medical diagnosis and apply it to your real life. This is what you need to know. This is how you can improve. This is how you're going to use this information. That's what nurses do. That's a huge role of nurses. So the endocrinologists, hopefully someday, they are going to make sure that checking for thyroid antibodies is going to be done a little bit earlier. And we talked in one episode that you can get your own. If your doctor isn't like doing it, if your doctor isn't testing your antibodies, you can do it yourself. It's totally cool. As long as you're in the US, like I said in that episode, I don't know how it is in other countries. Um, I really feel like anybody should be able to know what's going on with their body. I don't understand why a government should be able to tell you if you can do that or not, Uh, but some governments are a bit bossy, and I guess they do. So hopefully you can order your own labs. And here is where we get into the um, another thing that annoys me. (laughs) I don't get annoyed very often, but this annoys me because it doesn't help you. This is recommendation from medlineplus.gov. So this is a United States government site. This is like formal recommendations and it's about thyroid antibodies. First of all, it tells you about the different antibodies. There's two of them, thyroid peroxidase antibodies, which is typically known as TPO. And that, that one can indicate both Hashimoto's and Graves. They both are signs that your body is attacking your thyroid. And there's also thyroglobulin antibodies that's usually seen as TG on your labs. And those can also be a sign of Hashimoto's. So how do you know, like, what do they mean? Okay, this is the part that... It should be different. Should. The government needs to do better. Medicine needs to do better. Because it says, what do the results mean? Negative. No thyroid antibodies were found. This means your thyroid symptoms are probably not caused by autoimmune disease. That's correct. That's awesome. You know, if you have thyroid symptoms and your other labs, your TSH, your T4, your free T3, your free T4, if those are off and your antibodies are negative... That means that it's probably not autoimmune. Now, we do know that about 90% of hypothyroid is caused by autoimmune problems. So I'm really happy for the 10% of people who get negative. That's awesome. But what about 
the other 90% of us. So positive in the labs mean that antibodies to TPO or TG were found. And then it says if you have high levels of one or both of these types of antibodies, you probably have Hashimoto's or Graves. Um, hello? What happens between negative and high? That is huge. It can take, you know, 10, 15 years for your antibodies to go from negative to high. And during this time, your body needs help. Your immune system is confused. You should not have antibodies. You should be negative. You should, you know, you should not have any. So if you are having any antibodies, and then especially if you test, you know, one year and then t another year later, and you see that they're going up, you know that your immune system needs help. If your antibodies to things in your own body are increasing, it means that your immune system is going haywire and you need to address the immune system. If you don't address the immune system, then things keep getting worse. And yet Western medicine, whether that's the US, Canada, Australia, Europe, wherever you're listening, most likely, you are in a healthcare system where they're just going to be like, cool, come back in a year and we'll see if your symptoms are bad enough that you need medicine. No, 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 no. Let's not wait until your symptoms are bad enough to need medicine. Let's say, oh my goodness, you have antibodies. Let's address your immune system. Let's address the things that cause your immune system to go haywire because I don't want you having health problems down the road. That would be amazing medical care. Can you imagine if you went in to see your doctor and they're like, let's draw these labs so that we can see what you can do for the future instead of being reactive and saying, you know, oh, now you have symptoms. Now we can treat you. Now I want to give you this medicine. And even then, when you're to that point, a lot of doctors will just give you medicine for the symptoms. Oh, your thyroid isn't making enough T4. Let me give you some T4. It's called levothyroxine. You're going to take this medicine for the rest of your life. Do they ever say, hey, there's something that's causing this to happen? Let's figure out the cause so that it doesn't keep getting worse. No, most providers do not have that conversation. They might not even know. Oh, and that reminds me, there's one thing I do want to say about labs. Some insurance companies and some doctors and providers are not allowed to order additional labs. I am not going to go on a rant about insurance companies right now. You probably know how I feel about them. Um, they're not, they shouldn't be controlling your medical care. Your doctor should, but that's not how the world works. And so some doctors, they are not allowed to order beyond what's on their little panel. If they want to do thyroid antibodies, they would, um, be doing malpractice in some instances. Do I understand that? No, I do not. Do I agree with it? No, I do not. However, I don't want you to be mad at your doctor for not ordering what you need. That's why I did the episode empowering you to order your own labs, because sometimes the doctors and the nurse practitioners and the PAs, they are stuck in this healthcare system. And 
they can't do what you need done. And so that's why you get to take control of your own healthcare. So the antibodies, you know, you, you've done the labs and you know that you're going up or you know that you have some. Well, then what? What do you do? Where do you start? Well, you start by downloading the Hashimoto's 101 guide. It is down in the show notes. That will tell you some great first steps. But here's something else that I found very interesting. You may remember this from the episode, uh, episode number nine about vitamin D. Vitamin D can influence your antibodies. So there was a study and they looked mostly at antibodies, thyroid antibodies, and vitamin D. In the placebo group, they gave the patients 50,000 IUs of vitamin D um, once a week for three months. And then obviously the placebo group had, you know, sugar pills. Um, What happened was there was a decrease in the antibodies of the group that was getting vitamin D. Now, there's a lot more to that story, like in your life. You can't just say, oh, I have antibodies, so I'm going to go get D. That's not really how it works. Also, you would need D3 with K2 for it to be effective and make sure that your D is going where it needs to go. Um, That's all in episode nine. I talked a lot about that. And vitamin D didn't clear up everything. It provided a significant reduction in the TG antibodies, but it didn't really make a difference in the TPO antibodies. So it's just one piece of the puzzle. But if we know about that piece of the puzzle, we should be telling people about it, right? And then people can implement it. So if you have thyroid antibodies checked, you should also be getting your vitamin D checked. When I did my labs, I checked both of those because I know that they're both so important for me as far as data, as far as information on how am I doing? Am I doing the right things? Am I trending in the right directions? For me, my vitamin D has been going up. I've been doing a good job with that. My antibodies have been doing okay. They are going down. They're not negative. I would love it if they get negative someday and I'll keep working until then. But you know what? My symptoms are better. Do I still get tired? Yes. Was it like before where the hope of a nap kept me going in the morning and then the nap kept me going until supper time where the hope of bedtime kept me going? Oh, I do not miss those days at all. They were horrible. And I am so grateful that I'm feeling better. I'm so grateful that my brain fog has resolved most days. Some days I still feel a little foggy. I'm so grateful that I don't feel the depression. It wasn't a lot of depression, but it was a low-grade depression. And I'm so grateful that it's gone. When you work on the root causes, you can help your body do what your body is supposed to do. And of course, I'm not giving health advice. I know I say it at the end of every episode. You have to think for yourself And if you have any concerns, always talk to a trusted healthcare provider. But you are in charge. And I hope that this information does empower you to be able to make better decisions in going forward. So do you have have you had your antibodies checked? If not, it might be time to get some. 
like I said before, about 90% of people who have hypothyroid, it is caused by autoimmune, it is caused by Hashimoto's, in which case your antibodies would be elevated. They don't always check that though. I've talked to a lot of people, especially people who are now in their 50s, 60s, and 70s, and they've never had their thyroid antibodies checked. They just have been on levothyroxine or Synthroid for decades, but there was never an investigation into the root cause. There was never the doctor saying, oh, I wonder why your thyroid is not working great. I wonder what we can do about that. They're just like, here's some meds. So now you know, your thyroid antibodies do matter. The number and the trend matter. Negative is awesome. Going up, even if it's not technically positive, going up means that your immune system needs to be addressed and supported. And then obviously, if your antibodies are positive or are very elevated, then it's your signal that it's really time to take action and support your immune system, um, address the triggers of Hashimoto's. And we've gone over the triggers in the first couple episodes. You know, if you're ever starting a new podcast, I always listen to a, a recent episode. And then I do try to go back to like the first five to 10 episodes because most podcasters will cover the most important things in those early episodes. And that is what I did. So in those early episodes, you'll find the triggers, you'll find what to do first. Of course, in the Hashimoto's 101 guide, you will find all of that information. I hope that this has empowered you so that you can make some really good decisions for your own health. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. Please be sure to discuss any concerns and plans with your trusted healthcare professional.